and welcome to a brand new episode. It's another one with your boys, Ricky and Larry, on any sportscast. We'll be recapping the Premier League, our teams, some analysis, some details in there because we are professionals now. There is no more amateur hour. We are on this. But how are you, Larry, my man? How are you feeling? Um, I'll be honest, I'm... Not that good. Not that good. Um, it, it's actually oh. the, the weekend. The weekend actually ended a little bit better than it than it started. I'll be honest with you. But all, all in all, no, it, it hasn't been good. It hasn't been good. But I mean, it's good to be here. Obviously, we'll discuss it, and you know, we'll we'll talk about it. And I'm sure is, we've got. I'm sure we've got complaints. Uh, yeah, of course, my heart goes out uh, to you. You know what I mean? To you and your your fellow blues. Three hundred million and uh, yeah, incredible! It's million. incredible! It's it's absolutely incredible how how that happens. But um, yeah, like I said, we're gonna dive straight into it. And um, you know, it's been for for the past few weeks. I've always started it with Arsenal, so I think uh, yeah, that's. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you want to yeah, bring us in with some off, Chelsea um, stuff? Game game week twenty two, game week twenty one. Obviously, Chelsea played Friday, so yeah, I think I'm with you. Only makes sense to go straight into Chelsea. Yeah, it makes total uh, sense. To be honest with you, I kind of like expected a draw, but I was, as every Chelsea fan, hoping to do better than a draw. But it's not been much improvement for Chelsea in terms of going forward. We seem to do okay, some possession, uh, keep the ball, look a bit shaky now and again at the back. But overall, nothing really on the final third. Either a pass was overhit or the ball was not enough pace on it. I think we had one chance when Havertz tried to chip the keeper and it hit the bar. Other than that, nothing clear. Oh, yeah, sorry. That and David Fafana that came on towards the latter stages. But team-wise... Enzo played, like I said to you, I don't really want yeah, him to but, play. Sorry, but before before we dive into any sort of gameplay, can you just uh, what, talk me through talk me through the, uh, the the lineup first of all? I mean, the line, obviously, like, you yeah, had literally you had Enzo Fernandez gonna, starting, and uh, I didn't you know, want him to start. Like I mentioned well. to you on the previous pod, like I said to you, like I didn't really want him to start at all. But Modric was uh, playing the game. And, you know, he, he seemed very quiet, but I don't think he had much going forward. I'm not sure whether the players were kind of playing to his strengths effectively. Like, did he want the ball in front rather than defeat? Or if he wanted to feed, did he want to look for a quick one-two rather than playing it back? Because that's not his game. He's not there to try and hold the player on the left wing. No. Um Enzo played. I wasn't happy with him starting. I really didn't want him to start. I remember you saying in the group as well that you didn't want him to start, and then there, there he was starting. Yeah, he, it's well, like it's a derby game. It's a derby game for us. You know what I mean? It's a West London derby. It's a, our closest rivals in terms of uh, the distance wise is Fulham. Fulham, Chelsea, uh, walking distance. Yeah. Within minutes, yeah. you're there. You're to each other's grounds. And uh, I really did not want that at all. Because it is a rivalry, because there is a derby, and Enzo Fernandez's first game in the Premier League is going to be physical. Same for Mudrick as well, being yeah. at home. I really didn't want him to play first game at home neither. I know he had a fantastic game against it was Liverpool. It was a cameo though. It, it, it was a little yeah, stage. Yeah, exactly. And, That's and all the it was. Is, it was. The players, the players when, that he went up against, they, they were tired by that point. So you obviously were tired. It was James legs. Milner at 37-year-old Milner. Time to read and Liverpool the game being as well. so weak. Exactly. Mil, uh, Liverpool being so weak in defence and he came on, he kind of tore up a little bit. But for, again, against Fulham, I don't know, I just was expecting a little bit 
I was expecting them to be rested, rested, sorry, it's the wrong word. I was expecting them to be benched and kind of judge the game, analyze the game, analyze the tempo, the physicality of the game before being kind of coming onto the pitch and applying their trade, applying their qualities and their skills. Uh, I was happy with Reese James coming back. I was just about to you know say, I mean? by the way, that's, one of my, that's literally on my notes to say Reese James. Yeah, no, same. Yeah, I've got him as well. Yeah, James starts. Uh, obviously, Kepper. That must have been Kepper's a been all right. So, Kepper stays on there. You know, I mean, another clean sheet if you look at it. So, trying to pick positives out. So, another clean sheet. We're not le- le- uh, conceding silly goals. But, Barry Sheila was fantastic. I know you mentioned he's, on the chat as well. Yeah, I know you're a, a good, fan of he's his. He's a good player. He's a good well, player. I know he's had two, three games, but yeah, great, great player. In, in kind of just moving off still on Chelsea but moving off the topic on the premise I don't know why they've left him outside of the Champions League squad Barry Sheila is not part of the Champions League there's three players that can play for Chelsea in the Champions League he's not, he's part, not of part of it, it. Wow. no he's not part wow. of it Felix Mudrick and uh, Enzo Fernandez are the three that they've gone with and I think to myself that's all good that's great but why not a defender like a Barry yeah, Sheila at the back was yeah. solid? Who's going to play yeah, that? He's played there so far. What's going to happen against next week, uh, midweek against Dortmund? What? Koulibaly's going to come I'll back? I'll be honest. I'll be honest. If, if, if any of the Chelsea deals that uh, falls through, that I hope fall through, I think, I, I hope the Barry Sheila one falls through and then Arsenal come to swoop him up. I don't even care about Mudrick, bro, but like watching Barry Sheila play in real no, life. No, I don't think Barry Sheila's going to fall through. I think, I I think, think he's, he's signed and he's in there. He'll play. I think they're going to say to him, like, he's one for the future, obviously. He's a young lad and we can see his quality right yeah. away. Like, he's yeah. calm on the ball. Yeah. He's it. reading the it game pretty well. He so much and they're, like, they're almost the same age anyway. You know, the, the I think well, they, yeah, I, they played I won't be able to make that football, comparison because you know? I've never watched Saliba, but uh, I've never watched Saliba. I've watched Saliba this season, but obviously not the same amount of times that you have watched him. But for me, yeah, no, he was very calm on the ball, great decisions, passing it. Yeah. Just even yeah. the simple stuff, he was doing very well. Coolest, and that's something yeah, to say about Enzo as well. Enzo Fernandez was doing the simple stuff very well. But sometimes the simple stuff's good, but now and again you need that kind of gamble pass where I want to pass it forward, I'm going to trust that you're going to get there before the other defender or before the opposition player. There was and that's something of, that Chelsea didn't do. That's, that's a, a bit that passes, we struggled with. There was a lot of passes that, that went astray, really. And uh, there wasn't, in terms of the link-up play, like, especially with Mudrick and, and Enzo Fernandez, there was, there was times when I was watching it, especially the first half, you know, they, they they weren't linking up so well. It, it showed that you know they are new they're players. New, you know, exactly, they're just brand new players. Yeah, yeah, that's effectively that, what it is. Is that really a gamble that you that you want to take right now? Yeah, yeah I get it that you kind they of have to be season done. Off, they they like, have to you know, kind of. They have to play. The thing is, right in season off is one thing, but you want to climb as high up as you can just to make the more money. So the higher up you are, obviously the more money you that's make. What I'm you make saying, more money you know, being nine than money, ten. So you know they need to make some. It's of that still money a long back, way to know? go. I think. I think slowly see if we can get something. A couple. Of, I think what we need is a one or two, two to three wins in the on the bounce, and then all of a sudden you start getting a bit of momentum, a bit of confidence going. Because that's what happened to us. We drew against Man United, then we went and got beat by Brighton, got beat by. Nine and four, whoever you know, and then all of a sudden we've gone on this like eleven games, only two victories and draws and so on. So yeah, I think that's what we need. But in terms of Mudrick, yeah, he played, but I wasn't, I didn't really want him to play. Same with Enzo. Uh, can what's his name? Mason Mount and Conor Gallagher playing. Okay, sweet. They were doing all right. They were running. Kai Havertz again. He's the only one to go up top yeah. really. And and you can't really blame poor. him. He does. He does. He does what he can, man. He's not. He made does what, for that. He's with not the service that, that he gets. With, yeah, but this is the thing. I think. 
he hides behind a lot of that Champions League goal that he scored against City as well. You know, winning the Champions League for Chelsea, he's riding that wave still. He's kind of like still well, not him personally, but a lot of fans who kind of still say he's the. I'm, I'm including me. I've said he's a baller. He's fantastic, but at the minute he's not getting the service, and therefore then he gets to. He looks like worse than he actually is. Yeah, he needs someone in front of him. But he he's, been, he's been feeding on scraps. He's yeah, literally yeah, feeding yeah. on scraps. He's not, he's not he's getting not anything. Guy. He's not your guy. But he's not being number him. nine. You That's can't blame him. You and if he him. is number nine, if he is going to play that false nine, then we need better players around him. We need João Felix possibly to come back and have the game that is how he started against Fulham. Modric to start playing the same way that he mm. started uh, his first debut against Liverpool. And you know these, are, and then obviously Reese James and Chile playing at the top of their level as well. So what we need to be fair, mate, is I was watching it. Uh, who was I watching the other day? Um, who was I? Was it today? No, I don't think it was today. I think it was. Oh, that was it against Everton. I'm going to touch on this quickly, and then I'll, I'll recap it again when we talk about Arsenal. Oh, Nana, like a Yaya Toure. So yes, you're there to defensively help the defence, a defensive midfielder, but not to be afraid to run with the ball forward, to take on another midfielder, to run into that yeah. space between the midfield and the defence. And that's the minute that Chelsea's lacking. And Golo does this really well. Or oh, he did that year we won the Champions League. He was doing it really well. However, obviously with injuries and he's been getting injury prone with that hamstring of his he's been having real issues with it we need that one play it's all good to make the pass but sometimes is you have to be able to take on a man and just get around the other side you've got to be able to win your one-on-one -on -one duels yeah and for me Chelsea at the minute are just not able to win it we're not able to create we're a bit like City with less intensity but City don't seem to break teams like can't seem to break teams down couldn't break Man United it's, down it's difficult struggle it's, against today it's been difficult for Chelsea and again just watching them in that first half especially it's it, it just yeah okay yeah you got the great the good like you know you got good young players i guess yeah but like you know it's not really time for them to, to no, enter they, that, they've that been bought more for you know? next and season they're more for next it, season but, than this season i mean what does that say about the rest of this season you know like if you're putting the players on and, <laughs> you, and you're expecting them not to not to perform or just to like oh there you go just go you know go test out the no, premier league and see what it feels like yeah that's i think that's more or less that kind of thing like let them have their let them have their debut let them experience stanford bridge or wherever we play home or away like Anfield that last time that Modric played uh, Stamford Bridge now obviously for him would you start and, Modric uh, again Enzo. next game would you start him again yeah definitely I think Tete just come, keep, kept him quiet I think his name is Tete the Fulham right back and uh, he kept him quiet he ended yeah. up keeping Raheem Sterling quiet he ended up keeping the new boy that came on Mukalela I think that's how you pronounce his name. He kept him very quiet, and then they started swapping sides. He was a strong defender. He was a very strong, quick, athletic defender. And this is a th the problem that we have with Chelsea. And obviously, I'll say this, and I don't mind saying this. Against better teams, we look better because teams are not going to sit back and try to hit us on the counter. But they're allowed to leave space behind them. The Arsenal's, the Liverpool the previous week, the Cities at Stamford Bridge when we looked yeah. really good. Because we were playing that counter-attacking football, which is shouldn't really be a Chelsea format, trying to play counter-attacking football. Well, especially with the players that we've got, we should be able to dominate possession and trying to create chances. But yeah, anyway, that happened. That's We struggled with that. So that's the problem that I think we're going to face even the next week when we go away to... Uh, what's it called the Olympic Stadium for West Ham away is going to be really tough they're going to be counter-attacking football we're going to struggle to break them down and I'm worried I'm worried about playing West Ham next week you know I feel like a, a draw would be a good result but where we are in the league a draw cannot be a good result it's not a good result no a draw definitely is not something that that, that Graham Potter should be striving no, for no I mean because, you know, you know, of exactly but in current terms and the way that we are in the current form you 
we would go to West Ham and get beat. Yeah, I but West Ham are slowly starting to find some momentum. A, a win against Everton previous week, a draw with Newcastle this week, Newcastle away as well. And if he puts out, just, if he puts out the same team that he did against Fulham, I don't think I don't think you'll win. Because again, there's there's too much, you know. Like especially, I know it'll feel like I'm going to pick on Mudrick, but I'm I'm not because I was more interested in obviously watching him when Chelsea played. You know, I was interested, like as everyone was really. And again, for for me, like I said the linker player just what just wasn't there. Like he felt lost. Yeah, like, no, you know was I mean? no he, was, he was looking around for someone to like guide him throughout. It's like, oh shit, where do I go now? And you know, then that's that's a main thing for for his role. You know, that's what he's there for. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You can receive a ball at the edge of the box or whatever, but can you run with that ball? Like you've showed that you have. You know, all of a sudden you you're not doing that. And where's again, he was passing into spaces where where it was literally just an empty space. There was no one there, and I was thinking. Thinking, okay, that's great, but maybe you're fast, but you need to slow yourself down a little bit just to see, just to you know, read the game a little bit better. Yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why that. I don't think. Yes, all right, fair enough. I probably would have put him on if I was Graham Potter, you know, in this in this match. But in hindsight, he probably shouldn't have started this game. Maybe a second half. That's what I'm saying. Like he shouldn't have came on. Yeah, second exactly. Bring him on second half. Let maybe him judge Enzo, it against. Like said, yeah, he with Enzo Fernandez, same thing. He could have even come on second half. Same, just but, to change yeah, up a Mudrick, little bit. You know? Mudrick was trying. Like I don't know if you saw the bit where he kind of drilled the ball forward. He kind of just cut through midfield and defence. But Havertz or Mount couldn't control it, and that's yeah. the thing that he tries to do. He tries to go forward with it, but. It's like you talked about that link up play, that chemistry within each other and understanding yeah. that if I have the ball on my left or like if all my weight is little things like this and I'm just like stay with me a little bit on this one. If I've got the ball on my right foot and I'm slowly looking to turn, I'm looking to ping that ball 60 yards across, for example. Yeah. And once you start to know each other and little things and how you're playing, then obviously you become an unstoppable team. Like look at Liverpool when they won the Champions League, how good they were. Mm. Trent would get the ball, Robertson would be 70 yards the other side because he knows Trent is going to ping that ball within seconds it's not even going to take exactly delivery when it's straight to your door straight to your door yeah straight to your door absolutely these are the things that Chelsea need like Arsenal now as well they know the ball I've seen Arsenal play it's so direct and so intricate ways it's because the team is starting to understand that where players are going to be even without even looking and that's that's the beauty of it like you talked about that trio with uh Timmy, what's his name? The Asian boy in the right back. Tommy not Asu. Ben White. Tommy Asu. Timmy Asu, thank you. Timmy Asu, obviously not Ben White. I was going to say not Ben White, but yeah, you're the Tommy right back. Asu, yeah, Tommy Asu. Uh, Tommy Asu, Saka and Odegaard. And sometimes that trio works really well together. Why? Because they know that Saka's going to hug the bar line as far as he can. Yeah. Tommy Asu's going to overlap to give that extra option. And uh, Odegaard will either come short to feet or look somewhere in the middle to create the extra space. And these, this comes with time. But obviously, do we have enough time? Is Potter going to have the time to kind of get this team to gel? Mm, I think he will. I think he's invested that, that, this much. We talked about him being a yes question, man. Yeah. But it all depends. If we start dropping down the leagues, then it becomes a question to get rid of the manager. Because no, he's think... not going to get rid of his £300 million investment players. No, no, he's definitely not going to do that. And uh, yeah, but, I mean, we, we said this before, like at, at the very, well, I, I know I believe it still that I don't think he's the right manager for, for that team. I, I just yeah, don't no, think so. There's, do so many, there's so much young talent that, that need to be nurtured and have to have a certain manager type 
with them. You know, what yeah. I mean, Graham Potter's kind of learning himself to be at the at the elite level. At this you level, know, yeah, he, exactly. How's he going to teach these guys? So it's it's not really. Yeah, I think the investment has been clear from from Bali. It's like, look, th- these are the players that this team is going to have. Now it's up to you to make it work. That's it. He's made that clear now. Exactly. With, with that's it. Yeah. That the, you know, I've it, gave you. I've gave you some of the best young talent across the world, yeah. across the globe. So whether whether like you said, whether now. it's FIFA or football manager that he's getting this talent from, I don't know. Maybe some <laughs> some genuine scouts. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, one of the scouts least, for the Ukrainian lad was Arsenal. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah. So Sorry, we always appreciate two, the head scout. Two, even with Jean Felix. Oh, yeah, and Jean Felix. You were looking at Jean Felix and Caicedo as well. You were looking at Caicedo as soon as we were. As soon as to we be were honest with you, with Jean Felix, I always thought I always thought he was not going to be a great Premier League player. Uh, this was before he even came to Chelsea. I was like, oh, yeah. he's too weak. Is this and so on? But even like I look at Arsenal, like your players are not really built for strength. No, they're not. But they're because not. they're so agile and you move the ball so quickly, the other opposition defenders have not got time to get near you. Yeah. And obviously, if he gets near you and fouls you without it, then obviously it's a straight it's red a, card. Yeah, it's a different like, conversation. It's violent, but yeah, it's all exactly. about, yeah, like, no, like you said, you're not lacking the the talent in the players as as a Chelsea team. You know, it's just that it's just that cohesion of of them players. And you, like you said, you know, the play like Arsenal, for example, that trio down the right hand side, they know. And it, it was interesting because that was part of the the documentary as well, the uh, Arsenal All or Nothing, where he was saying like, you know. These are the numbers, you know. What what does this mean, sort of thing? And it was all about like this is where this guy's gonna be. So if I'm that's here, it. that's where that guy's gonna be. You know, it's that's I think that's very pep because that, uh, that makes sense what, now, though, doesn't it? That makes that makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Total Once you watch it, and you see and you're thinking, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I, I understand. You hear now. the theory and then you see the yeah, practice. See right there, that's literally what it is. Great. You see it in theory, right? And then because I've seen Odegaard sort of do some round the corner passes on defenders, and he finds a player, and I'm thinking. Yes, that's what he was talking about. That's what Arteta was talking about in that in that little thing. Because I, I was confused when I first watched it. I was like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Yeah, but yeah, no, of course, it, yeah, makes so much sense. Um, but no, in terms, yeah. So that that was that was part of the thing. You know, couldn't the linker play? And maybe like maybe he needs to work on his passing as well. Like in terms of Mudrick and. Uh, I think I think no, he's no, a so skillful player. I think right, he just needs. Uh, fair, Enzo was alright. Yeah, Enzo yeah. kept some. Enzo did some of the simple stuff very, very well. He held the midfield. He held the midfield. Yeah, he did well. He just one thing I would like to have seen more from Enzo is effectively try look to take a man on and then be able to have that extra player kind of forward. But we struggled to do that. Mason Mount played all right. He was running. He was trying. So was. Uh, Conor Gallagher as well. I do fear for them too, though. I think there's a high chance if we don't make Champions League, one of the two will go so that we can get the full yeah. money and kind of wipe off the debt because because their academy players could both go. And there's a chance uh, with Chile as well. Man City saying apparently there's rumours City might be coming in for Ben Chilwell. Wow. They might try That's again. They tried it before when he came to Chelsea, but they weren't going to pay the 50 million that Chelsea paid. And now there's a chance they could come for him again. But I don't know. We'll see. These are all rumours. But in terms of, like you said, for Chelsea, it was a performance. It was a clean sheet. Let's pick out the positives. No injuries. No red cards. Players coming back, which is another positive. So, obviously, a couple of minutes for Ben Chilwell under his belt. Same with Rhys James. He played about a third. Not a third, sorry. May. Played the first half and came off around second. Second half, I think, around the 55th, 60th minute. So, yeah. Overall, pretty good. Pretty decent. But in terms of looking to score goals, no, we don't. We can't. No, we don't even no look there. scary no at all. No, we don't. No it's not even. It's, we don't. Not even creating. It could be Haaland there. It could have Mbappe, yeah. Haaland, and I've said before, they could have R nine Ronaldo. You know, you can have scoring. whoever you want, Roberto. Scoring, but yeah. you could literally get them all. We're not scoring because 
Havertz had the Havertz can finish if the ball comes to him, he can finish. Yeah. The problem is he's feeding off scraps. He can't seem to get, and he's feeding off scraps week in week out to the point where his confidence it's, starts yeah. to decrease. That, 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 and that's the that's the main thing right now. I think it's about his confidence right now as we speak because because like you said, he hasn't he doesn't have the confidence in his teammates around him to you know to provide no. him for what he needs and and then it makes him look bad. So again, questions himself, all that type of stuff, and that that's exactly. that's, that's never good. And with Chelsea, with Chelsea. That it's a main thing. I mean, you've got literally no one else apart from that David Fofana. I think that's his name, right? David Fofana or something like that. David Fofana. Yeah, he had a decent. To be fair, he came on. He looked okay. Uh, did you see the bit where he took it around the keeper? He got played through. No. Took it around no, the keeper. No, no. Oh, okay, so he was a one-on-one. Took it around the keeper, but just didn't have the strength in his left foot. To get, to he just like, kind of like mm. tried to pass it in, and then the American defender, I, for, I forgot his name, Reed, I think his name is. Uh, the big lad, the captain for Fulham. Is it Reem? Tim, Tim Reem. Reem, yeah, Reem, Reem, Reed, yeah, yeah, yeah one Reem, or the other, yeah. yeah. And uh, he was there, obviously, defended it on the line. He needed more power. He could have passed it if he didn't have the confidence in his foot, in his left foot. He should have gave it to Havertz, who was at the penalty spot waiting to tap it in. But, you know, he saw the headlines. Chelsea debut, Stamford Bridge, 1-0. And this happens. But as I'm saying this now as well, my biggest fear as well for Chelsea is all these young players are all on big contracts or all looking to even get more money in an eight-and-a-half-year contract. Are we going to start seeing, and I'm going to say this, but please don't compare it to the players that played in that team. Are we going to start seeing a Galactico style of play where everybody plays for themselves rather than the badge? Yeah, that's it, it's a risk. It's a, it's a massive risk, and that's why I, that's why I bring up the obviously the manager. He he has to be able to control that where where not one ego you know takes over the whole dressing room because once that happens, that's it. It, it ruins, and we've seen it before. We've seen it before so many teams, many times, many so times. So many great teams at the peak, or you know just a, just about to reach the peak, they get you know they get held back by some teammate you know squabble in the background or something like that. So no, it's 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 something that like I said the. Manager Manager needs to be the guy to guide these young players. These are not experienced players. Like you know, there's absolutely no way anyone could say that these are experienced no, and players. They need it. Really and not. they need the experience. You know, I say I agree with you. Don't 100%. let don't let the price tag fool you on who these players are. Like at the oh, end of the no, day, they are young it. talents who have got good YouTube clips. Like that's what it is at the end of the day. Because that's all so we know. A little bit really, more than know? that, but yeah, that's all we know. But yeah, surely like scouts have gone and watched them no, and no, no, said they course, can do this. No, no, of course. I'm saying like we from, as like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking from what I've seen because obviously I can't talk for the scout. No, of course not. No, my thing. No, my thing. I don't do that. I don't do that. But uh, but yeah, so in terms of in terms of you know with Fulham it's that close rivalry even in in location wise but even on the table you know it's that close rivalry. No, literally, it, yeah. Do, do, do you think are you points. happy? Are you happy with that result? Like you know, watching. No, in obviously not. I'm watching the match in hindsight with the teams that played. No, I'm not happy. I'll never be happy with Chelsea drawing at home to Fulham. No disrespect no. to Fulham, I would not be happy Chelsea drawing at home to anyone because you know they've got the crowd. We had the players. But when you start thinking and picking out like all different factors, Dries James came back from injury. Is he going to go at 100%? Not of yet because we don't want another not. injury. Yeah, no, absolutely. Buddy Sheila played fantastic. Uh, Kai Havertz feeding off scraps. Enzo Fernandez playing. Mudrick playing. Two brand new players to the Premier League. And I, I'm not, and I mean this brand new, like literally brand, brand new. Brand new players, yeah. No, and yeah, the thing yeah, is, yeah, regardless yeah. of their quality and individual attribute, this isn't FIFA where you can control players around to play to that individual player's strength. Mudrick is meant to be fast. Mudrick is yeah. meant to be skillful. Mudrick is meant to have this and that. But if the players around him are not playing to his strengths, then it's difficult for him to show it. it and it's a diff- it, it, Sorry, 
just real quick, but again, but again, like it, it just always comes back to who's managing these players. That's it. Like that's because it. And you, you this is why me, you can't tell me Mudrick's going on the pitch and just doing whatever he wants. You know, just running up and down. Oh the pitch. no, 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 he's, no, he's no, not no, doing no, that, no, is he? So then, and, and well, that's you'd what like I'm, to think that anyway. No, exactly. And so that's why that's why it's always important, to, you know, to to not forget who the coach is and what his role is in this. You know, because it's easy to just to yeah, be like, agreed. oh, but the players doing this, or he's not doing this, not running up, or he's not passing well, or whatever. Okay, fine, th- that's fine. But like, he's, he's yeah, been what's told, the tactics? He's been told, of course, he's been told is he doing do something? something there? That's but it, no exactly. One else is looking around him, so that's it. And this same argument happens for Grealish as well. Like he had more freedom at Villa, and he looked better because he was the best player. That's but it. at City, he's stuck on that left wing, and he looks like a bang bang average player that yeah. you wouldn't even have. But maybe that's the instructions from the manager. That, that's, well, yeah. you say score now and again, he'll assist because yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen him score once. To be fair, no, it's but been, uh, it's yeah, been, yeah, overall in terms of Chelsea, really. we'll recap it so that we're not because we've got a lot to get through. On Chelsea, yeah, I'm disappointed with the draw, but uh, um, and to quickly on the manager thing is very important. I think he's going to have the season now. Like, like I said, unless yeah, we start drastically season, start dropping yeah. to 15, 14, 16, then I think questions will be asked. But for mid table now, like 8, 9, 10, I think Todd Ball is going to put a pen through yeah. it and be like, don't worry about it. I'll find us a great sponsor deal coming from America to make yeah, up the yeah, transfers. Don't worry, don't worry about, don't worry about yeah, FFP. Don't worry about that money is going to come in. Yeah, that's what I think. Because if it was an issue, I think he would have gone because obviously, realistically, if I'm looking at the table now, uh, where are we? We are Chelsea ninth on 30 points. Uh, we're 10 points behind Newcastle and played the exact same amount of games. So Newcastle are sitting on fourth. So 10 points, was that three games? Yeah. Can I see Chelsea winning three games and Newcastle losing three games? No. Well, I can see Chelsea winning three games. Over, I can't really the, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Newcastle drop. I mean, like yeah, three yeah. consecutive games at the same oh, no, no, time no, no, as Newcastle so. losing no, three so. consecutive games. So. And I can't see that happening. So as long as we can. But then at the same time as a Chelsea fan, do I want to avoid Europa League? Yes and no Yes because We always seem to do better The second year When we have no Europa League We've gone on this like Mad crazy run And then we ended up Winning the league Granted it's a completely Different yeah, Premier League Now that it was Four or five years right ago now, But it may not work out The same just, way you may Exactly that's what I mean you may lose But then everything. at the same time it's good for these players to continue to play in Europe, to continue gaining that experience because they're what, 2021, 20, yeah, 22, 24 max? Europa so, League has helped, yeah. uh, has helped Arsenal's young players. You know, the, the, the ones Absolutely. that would never get yeah. a chance in the Premier League right now. Yeah, of course. Like Marquinhos, he did well. He actually scored in his first uh, debut, got a golden assist. So, no, exactly. Is. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm for and against, <laughs> you know? But at the minute, I'll, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit on the fence for it. But yeah, overall, let's see what happens that when we get away to West Ham. How can these how can these players be able to uh, manage that emotion of going away? Because it's another derby, London derby, going to West Ham. It's going to be hostile environment because there is always rivalry between the, the fans as well. The 15th London derby now is, is that, <laughs> it's just like, sure it's like one, it's one every week. Yeah, sure it's one every that, week. Yeah. I'm so just you. half, basically. So it's 14 London derbies that are going to take place <laughs> in this, uh, in this exactly season. Right. It's, it's, it's brilliant. But so, no, I mean, do you have anything else to add on Chelsea, by the way? Like, just no, nothing to, add, nothing to add on Chelsea. Overall, let's see how we do. Man, you know, these that players. type of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. That's it. Like, disappointed and not on the links up, but I'm happy to see, obviously, players playing, coming back from injuries, yeah. and uh, yeah, David Fofana having a go up top because maybe he can do something oh, if he can have actually, a bit of confidence. I did like, uh, I did like that Madweke 
the, as a mud worker. I think he was yeah. he was a very. He, I thought he was interesting to watch. To be fair, he was he was quite lively when he came on. Yeah, he he wasn't predictable, was he? He was going left. He was going yeah. right. He was I going in, trying him. to go forward. So, he was okay. But again, he was making runs. If you can channel that, isn't it? If you can channel that, it, into that's something, what I mean. It just comes down yeah. to the managers getting them all to click. But that's going to take time. Because look, we were talking about Nottingham Forest, thinking like, oh, they're doomed. They've signed so many players. They're six points clear of the relegation hey, zone right are, now. They are doing amazing, Steve and Cooper. Well done to the manager. Yeah, Steve exactly. Ma- Good old Stevie Cooper, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say it because it's too obvious. But yeah, Steve Murphy Cooper, man. He's, he's been doing it out there. He's been doing it out there. I'd love to see he's him. Certainly he's doing it, isn't and he? I mean, the thing is, just real quick on that. You know, we discussed that at the very beginning of the season. You know, sort of managers that we're liking at the moment, and we laughed at it, yeah, discussed and laughed at it as yeah. well, haven't we? It, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. But it's, uh, but yeah, look. Okay, look. Let's just. Let's just move on to to something that Yeah, move on. Let's move on to the next game that happened or the first game of the weekend. First game of the weekend. Everton away. Goodison Park. Now Arsenal. I must say, I must say that I predicted this. You did predict new manager bounce, you certainly did. I predicted did. this. So I'll be honest with you, I didn't see it coming. I did not see it coming. Everton no, struggling to score did. and I don't think many people did, to be honest. And I, think they I did, did not afterwards. see them keeping a clean sheet. I think they did afterwards. They were like, oh yeah, I saw that coming. It's like, no, you didn't. But no, I actually, nobody saw it. Whoever's true to themselves, you have it on record. We I've got, got it on record. Tape. I was just about to say, yeah. I was just about to say, so no one can deny that. But it was one of those things that when you look at it, from you know, from afar, sort of thing. Not just as an Arsenal fan, but from afar, you look at it and you think, "There's so much gone wrong for Everton right now." And with with Sean Dyche coming in, they've got decent players. They've like, let's make no mistake, they've got some decent yeah, players. Yeah. Like they're, they're not they're not like championship level players. I mean, some of them are, but like they're not championship level players. So I think it was always bound to happen this way. It was the only way to happen. And when you think about it, it was only a one nil. So yes, obviously that's three points dropped. That's that's craziness. I'm not. There's no way I can I can you know make any excuses for that. But it was it, it was a one nil. It was everything sort of went against Arsenal. I don't mean like decisions. I mean like everything. Like you know the the way that they were playing, the passes that they were doing, everything. Even I'll be honest with you. And again, I, I will preface this by saying that I will not use this as an excuse, and I will never use it. But I don't know. I'll if you, tell you. If, I don't know if you Say saw first, it. then I'll tell you whether it's an excuse or not. No, no I, I know you will. I know you will because again, that's what it's going to sound like. But in all honesty, <laughs> I was watching that match, and I was watching the pitch. Did you see that pitch, by the way? Like that that pitch was like I think they must have had a rugby match there or something like that because it was all bumpy. It was a bumpy pitch. But again, I'm not making. <laughs> I'm not making. I'm not turning into club. By the way, I'm not turning turning into club. That, that's not what I'm doing. I thought you're turning more into a Rachel Monica. I've always thought of Ben as a bumpy-headed kind of guy. Yeah, I didn't think Goodison Park was a bumpy, <laughs> uh, bumpy pitch. I'll be honest with you. Bumpy so, pitch. Yeah, bumpy pitch. Um, but it, it it definitely was. But I don't think again that that's that wasn't the reason why we lost. But all I'm trying to say is that it was a one nil. So everything sort of went against. It's not like it's not like I don't think. But anyway, I don't I don't think it's going to be. A slump for the rest of the season, you know. I don't. I don't I'm not going to be that negative. I'm going to watching the highlights now. I'm not saying you're making an excuse, or, but I'm struggling to see the how the ball is bubbling away, or maybe from afar because the camera's so far away and I didn't watch the match as, you need as to watch much the whole as you match, did. Man. You need to watch the whole match. You, you can't just make, to yeah, see yeah, that analysis, yeah. Because I'm just looking at the pitch here, like 
I just it's basically not, this is the cross going across as a pitch. It's not looking good. You can see it like on the on the. It's side. not looking its best. Yeah, yeah like on the side saying, left wing, Everton left wing or Arsenal right at the minute. Well, yeah, Saka Martinelli. Yeah. You, you you see what I'm saying? I'm I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. Yeah, like, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. No no, okay? no 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 no. I hear what you're saying, but it just looks browner than greener. Uh, exactly exactly. It's a bit more browner brown than means green. more mud. More mud actually means bumpier. That's just the way it is. You're not gonna have flat mud. You're not gonna have flat mud. Yeah, that's, that's some it. science that's right it. there. You don't make the rules, you just spit the facts, right? Hey, that's just science right there, man. Like, what? That's what, that's what, you that, that's what that is there. But no, again, Brown like, equals mud equals bumps equals loss. Exactly, it's standard, but no, that's not the excuse. So, but Did you watch any of it, by the way? Did you watch any of them? I did watch some of it. I didn't get to watch all of it. I think uh, I came into like just before half time. So I watched a little bit there, but I, I heard it on the radio. They were talking a lot about Everton doing really well. Yeah. They were talking, I just saw the highlights there, uh, Calvin Lewin missing the cross for Monana coming in, Decore header. And I'm so was, happy that Calvin Lewin doesn't know how to score because that match could have I ended up like he's so lost badly. It, yeah, it, it could have been, been like really, three, could have been an embarrassment I'm not for even Arsenal. Three four nil easily could have been if Everton players knew how to score a goal. I think even Tarkovsky was like, oh, "Screw it, I'll just get ahead in here." Then and he did, <laughs> and he scored. And and, and that, that do you see what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, it wasn't like it wasn't like we were outperformed or anything like that. It's just we weren't at our at our very best that we have been, you know. And mm. especially in the midfield, I think the midfield. That's where we lost. That's where we lost the match. To be fair, I think Onana was was an I think, absolute. I think they beast. got in your face. Yeah, I was beast. literally going to say. I've got to say it like that because that's what he was. He was he no, was he was. Monster, he was fantastic, mate, and that's why I use him as an example for Chelsea as well. Yeah, yeah, needing yeah. someone like him is because they got in your face and they did not give you time to breathe. Nothing, and I think a couple of episodes all. ago, I talked about teams who are really good at passing. If you put pressure on them and you also mark the possible. Uh, Past that, that Party and whoever. Odegaard. Well, Party and Odegaard, but Party and Odegaard, they can get pressure, but they can pass the ball quickly. But if you one pressures Party, two people, one marks Odegaard or one marks uh, Tomiyasu or Ben White, whichever way Thomas Part is facing, because obviously he's not going to attempt a back heel no. at Goodison, is he? And that's what I felt like Everton did. They kind of pressured you guys, and then they were kind of going man for man there was, there on was the players pressure, that were free yeah. so that you could not get the ball it was out. A Sean Dyche, and I thought it was that was Sean really Dyche clever. That's really what it was. clever. Really, really the thing clever. is, he used to do that with Burnley, and we we struggled. Did, yeah. I remember he always it. used to struggle at Burnley. Yeah, I was literally going to say Burnley away is your bogey team. Yeah, and and it this was is. always like Koscielny that used to come up with a header right at the end, like 89th minute or something like that. You know, and, and can I just say, it, by the way, of speaking on Burnley, I was very disappointed with Arteta referring to Everton as Burnley. Oh. I think on his post-match analysis, I don't know if you heard it, they were talking about it, it. No, and people were saying like he went uh, burn. He made a reference. I didn't. Hear, I heard people talk about it. Now again, I'm paraphrasing here, or maybe I could be wrong. Uh, no, I but I heard people it. talk about it. Uh, how he referred to them as Burnley, and I was like, that's quite disrespectful. That's like uh, very disrespectful. I mean, I don't know how disrespectful it is. Like, I'll be honest with you. He shouldn't because they're their own team. They're their own identity. And as an Everton but football, they're it's clearly Everton, not. They not, have no identity. And, and Sean, Dice, Sean Dice has just brought that Burnley identity. And we only associate no, with. They have, I think they maybe have. even got, spoke, got their it own history be, and so on. It should be the Sean Dice. Should have talked about the Sean Dice. Yeah, yeah should have talked enough, about that rather, rather than Burnley. refer to it as Burnley. Because Burnley at the minute are doing what Arsenal's doing. They're tearing up the championship. Vincent Company's doing some crazy stuff out there. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in the Premier League by the way like you it know, just goes of, to show that Pep Guardiola is a professor yeah two of Pep Guardiola so he is the professor now he's taken over from what Arsene Wenger was <laughs> but not in the same way Literally not that. in the same way just, uh, just a nickname wise um, 
but yeah, no, sorry, yeah. So going back to the, going back to the match, and th that's what it was. Like you know, I've got so many, so many like bits here where where it just talks about how we we just weren't up to scratch. Like that there was when I'm talking about link up play with Chelsea, like with Arsenal, there was it was non-existent. You know, it, it, I don't. Party once he shut down, and again, maybe coming back from from a slight injury from the last match, maybe that shouldn't have happened. Maybe start with Jorginho at that point. Uh, you know, you, you hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say no. Uh, you actually, won't. You know, I'd rather start with. Start with Jorginho. Okay, so, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so once so I think I think once Thomas Party gets gets pressured that high up, like you know that that sort of high up in his own in his own half, that's it. Nothing else can happen because obviously the ball can't be received. Everyone has to. Everyone has to rush back trying to defend. By the time the you know they're trying to counterattack, it's too late, and they've got they've got strong players like Mikalenko, for example. He was you know he was he was handling Saka down that side. He was good. A couple yeah, of times Saka handled, really but was. no, I, I have to safely say that Mikalenko really shut Saka down. And yeah. and and real quick as well, Saka's been having some of the poorest games in the last two three matches. Like I, I feel like I feel like that's yeah. No, I agree. Against know, City away, it was very it's poor. Non-existent. Yeah. You know, maybe he's tired. Maybe I don't know. But again, he's tired. You sit him on the bench. Who are you gonna put on? And then it goes to back back to like, well, you know, January. Why didn't you spend on someone to to cover for that position? Why let yeah, Marquinhos I go agree. out on on loan, for example? So look, I I'll be honest. I definitely definitely have lost some sort of confidence. For for the rest of the season, especially after the way that January ended, yeah, I've I lost think, some sort of confidence. Yeah, I would have done so as well if City had won today. However, with City being really yeah. poor, and I think I put it on the chat as well, if Arsenal don't win the league this year, it's going to be shambolic for yeah. all the fans yeah. because every team below them is dropping points when they really they shouldn't. They like shouldn't Man City is regarded as one of the best teams in the world. I should be if you first. defend with two back with a no. back five and a two three uh, sorry and three defensive midfielders, they've got no answers for you. Look at Spurs, look at Samar Man United and then obviously look trying to nick a goal on the counter. Everton away. Everton sorry away. Everton at home, they've got a draw against Man, Man City. Like no. how is that you should be putting teams like Everton to bed. Early on, and I think something that Gray and Sooners, and normally I don't agree with him, how can you be having 66% per, uh, possession and not a single shot on target? Or yeah. three shots on target today? 66! Yeah. Two-thirds yeah. of the ball of the, the whole time. You've only had three shots. It's, Come on. No, it's And this is what I mean. They're really poor. So I think genuinely, for that's one of the reasons, going back to what I was mentioning before I started trashing City, is uh, big, uh, sorry, that's why I've not lost confidence that Arsenal will probably win this year because you go away to Spurs, you win, you go away to these other teams and you possibly win unless something is going on now, unless teams are possibly going to start applying a Sean Dyche approach when they play against Arsenal. Who have you got next? You've got another game before City midweek, um, haven't you? Who have you got? Let me have a look. Let me have a look. We've I think you might have Brentford. Brentford at home. Yeah, we've got yeah, Brentford, Brentford at, at home. home yeah. Yeah. yeah, Brentford at home and then City at home. So, yeah, so Brentford obviously flying high as well, playing really good football, winning football matches. Uh, where's Brentford in the league? Yeah, Brentford is seventh. So, do you know what I mean? They, yeah. they're, they're doing really well. They've got, they, they're unbeaten in five, unbeaten. So, they've got, in the last five, it was uh, four, draw, four wins and a draw. So, yeah, man, it's going to be a tough game. If they apply a similar approach to a Newcastle and get a draw, then slowly the media yeah. starts turning on Arsenal. This is what I mentioned about that City game. I think I felt like Arteta was trying to protect his strongest eleven because he knows, and I've seen it with Chelsea happening under Villas-Boas, as soon as this thing starts happening, because what sells is seeing the top start 
starting to fail. You know, as a country, we always love the underdog, don't we? With Leicester, nobody ever chatted shit about Leicester getting beat by Arsenal both times. They were like, oh, it's all right. But when an Arsenal, a Chelsea, these teams have got, like, success... That sells when the people start to inflict fear of like on the fans or yeah. saying your team's going to lose confidence, whatever. Except same as et Liverpool as well when when they won against Liverpool, you know, yeah, against another well, one, yeah. yeah, perfect. Liverpool winning the league and then all and so on. Yeah. So and then now everyone hates Liverpool because obviously they were like, well, fuck you, like you won it once, man, like you know, take that's it easy. It, yeah, it's somebody else's turn now. Yeah. yeah, the underdogs, and that's the that's the problem that I felt like it is. But it's all about your reaction. But with like I am with you. I, not just because you couldn't link up. I felt like Everton made it difficult for you to they link did. up. No, they, they really Everton did. Everton marked players. Yeah. Even the players that weren't on the ball, there were there was a blue shirt next to them and ready to pounce. And like I said, Onana for me was fantastic. He was not afraid to take on party. He was not. He even did a trick in the middle of his own half. I don't he know did, if you saw yeah, that. That was brilliant. And I was like, way. sweet little. And the confidence to have when your team is fighting relegations to do that. It just goes to show like he's got balls of steel, that kid. Yeah. Honestly, for me, yeah. I would have loved to have had him at Chelsea. And I said, this even the, the first time I saw the, him in the Merseyside derby I was like he's going to be a fantastic footballer and that's the one when uh, Virgil van Dijk kind of kicked him at knee height and got a yellow card rather than a red Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I started talking that's about right. yeah, the I remember that. I remember Liverpool that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they didn't like that they didn't like that but no look look. obviously we had some we had some decent chances Odegaard had a couple of chances where ish, look I don't know. See, this is what I'm saying with everything was going against because we had some great chances. Like, you know. You did. You did have chances. Going yeah. in there, like, uh, what was it? Martinelli ran through. Uh, sorry, Eddie and Ketia ran through the defense from the left, from the byline, cut into the cut, in, cut into the box, passed it to Odegaard. And the, and that guy skied it. And you're thinking. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But it was on it your was left his foot. Favorite how, foot as well. you not, yeah. how are you not putting that away? And he didn't put it away. And that really, really cost. That really cost. And he had another chance later on as well in the match where you just completely skied it and you're thinking alright maybe you could say it's weaker foot but no I don't agree with that I don't agree with that you get paid to kick a ball you know what I mean it's you know you sh- you're supposed to be decent with both especially in the box like that's that's your aim that's what you aim for in the football match do you know what I mean no exactly literally and your end goal like you, you, you that's, that's it, it yeah well they asked Sean Dyche afterwards and they said to him they were like oh what was the tactic today keep the ball out of our net and try to put it in their net I wasn't really that bothered about the things in the middle. Yeah, there you go. I was like, you know, I loved it. I loved that's it. That's it. Yeah, I think. But the thing is, for, for an Everton team, I think that's what that's what they really needed to, to actually. They need, hear, they need to start getting points. That. They need to get points just to stay in the league. And uh, yeah, I think Dyche might keep him up. Like to be fair, I hope he does. I was hoping Lamps was going to do it. But uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't I think, think Lamps going to be employed anymore. To be honest with you, after that, I think I think he needs to go abroad. Like a Lampard and a Gerard now need to go abroad because they're going to say the Premier League is too much for them because they both got sacked by Prem teams. And uh, yeah, I think I feel, I'm not trying to do that comparison. Oh, Lampard needs to do because Gerard needs to or anything like that. I'm simply me. They're, they're great players in their own right or like legends of the sport, but they need to go away to trying to get some of that managerial experience yeah. and start winning to, again yeah. and doing something abroad. I know Gerard did it with Rangers and so on did fantastic there got the Villa job couldn't really do no, much second really season with Villa same with Lamps kept them up in the, kept them up in the Prem second season in charge couldn't really do much no, so that's why no. they got the sack so but yeah anyway in terms of uh, what, do you, well, what can you see changing for next game for Arsenal what are you hoping to change well I mean I, I, the, the attitude really yeah, yeah. I want to see the attitude change. I don't think. I don't think. It, I don't think this game is enough to drop players because it's definitely not fair. 
but it is it is a lesson now like the the next lesson is now how to actually get over this you know because we haven't we haven't had met much of this in the last few in um in the, in the season. Since, yeah. yeah exactly since, since man united, early september since man united yeah. and then even after that we bounced back and obviously we went on a run which is brilliant to see so now let's see if we can do that again what at the end at the time of the season when it matters now you know this is this is it now <laughs> yeah this that's it. it and you're gonna have you know? games every three days now yeah. as well the games if he's gonna stick to the same 11 you're gonna and have that's games what, that's every three said, days that's why i said realistically it, it I've lost a little bit of confidence in this year's title chase because of the way that January Lack ended. I just don't yeah. think. I know. I know it's going to sound like you know, like a typical fun. Oh, you just want people in, but no. When you look at the team, we have no real cover. If Saka gets injured, we have no real cover there. You can put Martinelli on the right if you want, put Smith Rowe on the left. It's still not going to be Saka. It's still not going to be a player that that is yeah. made for that position, yeah. you know. And then at that point, that's it. You just you've you've got you've created yourself a weak spot in the team, a weak link, you know, on either side. You've got Martinelli on the right. It's like all right, we'll just shut him down. He's not going to do anything because you know he's on the wrong side. Yeah, no, no, I agree Smith with you. Hundred percent. You know, same thing. So it's 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 going to be difficult now, but it's it's all about the resilience now. Like it's all about like just just how we bounce so back. The Emirates, do you want to see the same 11 I, I, I wouldn't same? mind seeing the same 11 yeah I don't think I don't think Jorginho should ever start to be fair with you but you know I, know, I understand no, don't me, I, I didn't have I was, to be fair I had Trossard in mind I wasn't thinking of uh, yeah, Hordy, yeah drop yeah, Martinelli, drop Martinelli. Well. I said drop Saka as well but yeah, yeah. exactly my point so you know I dropped Martinelli yeah absolutely I would put Trossard starting because he's he's deserved to start Trossard has deserved to start he's done relatively well as soon as uh, as soon as he's come in, so I, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him start a game. Martinelli definitely needs a rest and just needs to you know regather his thoughts and just you know come straight back into it. And, and like I said, this is it now. This is this is the most important part of the season. You've done great up until now. You you were unbeaten uh, you know since September, but now this is the time when obviously everything has to come to it. But no, real quick, uh, by the way. But well, you do the, have some tough games though, bro. Like, I'm just going to answer, like, when you talked about the times and the attitude and stuff, you have some tough games. So obviously, Brentford at home is, is a pretty tough game. Uh, Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. And then you've got City at home and then you go away to Villa and you go away to Leicester. So, you know, you've beat these teams and you should beat them, but you just never know how they're going to approach you because everybody yeah. thought you were going to go the way to Everton and win. So, but they've had enough time now to see how we play. So now this is this is the perfect time to obviously you know yeah, to, to get it. beat by these teams. But the, I just hope I just hope we don't go down this down this road now where it's you know three losses or two losses and you know what I mean. That's what I was afraid of. That's why I try to touch even against City when I watched that game. Is sometimes you just think you lose one game and it can all of a sudden yeah. I saw it as a Chelsea fan I've seen it you lose seen one yeah. two yeah, and then all of a sudden you're like uh oh now what's happening what's wrong with these players because up to now they felt untouchable Yeah. now they don't know something's how to get happened, out of yeah. that sort of that dark yeah. place yeah something's happened that loss has kind of affected them did they not think they are as good as they thought they were something you know something just to kind of like make a chip in the armour and let the, let the uh, doubts and let the thoughts creep in the next Negative thoughts start to creep in, and before you know it, you can't get out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be tough for sure. And I think as long as as long as Odegaard can keep his uh, can keep his composure and uh, and his put it in the back of the net. <laughs> and put the ball in the yeah, back of the net that's definitely something that you need to work on uh, he needs to work on in the training ground but if he can keep his head 
in the next few games as the captain, then I think I think we'll be fine. To be fair, but let's just let's just you know let's cross this out. This is a second loss of the season. Let's just move away from this and you know uh, on to better things. But uh, just but obviously before we actually you know going into the second half, just real quick because this was quite interesting to see that um, we didn't have a corner in 48 minutes. Wow, can you can you believe that? By the way, we didn't have a corner wow. in forty eight minutes. That's how much we weren't doing shit. <laughs> like we, wow, like, I didn't stats, know that. It'll say seventy percent possession overall to Arsenal, but that meant nothing. That meant absolutely nothing when you when you yeah. think about it that way. No corner in forty eight minutes, and that that's something that I had to write down because I thought that is that is just crazy interesting. Because earlier on in the first half, uh, in about fifteenth minute or something like that, um, Everton had three corners in a row. Three corners in a row. Wow. So it, 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 that, that's that's how much they they put pressure on us to uh, to make mistakes. And yeah, that's it was one of the, it was one of those games. And then obviously in the 60th minute, my boy Georgie comes on, Horigi comes on, and uh, they score. So make oh, of that, no, they scored when Horigi yeah, came on. Make of that what you will. Make of that what. How you come will. Party went off? Party came off because I think again the Bushana just. Preserve him a little bit for the next game because of of injury and stuff like that. So I think that's fair enough. I didn't have a problem with that. But my problem is obviously, you know, the player that you bring on, the player that you signed in January to replace this guy. That's my problem. That's the issue that I have. Because they did well with taking him off. But uh, yeah, so obviously, you know, Horigi comes on, um, they have a corner, um, and yeah, just no one's marking, apparently, no one's marking Tarkovsky, or Odegaard is pretending to mark Tarkovsky, you know, just sort of being behind him, like, ooh, I'm going to tickle you. And Tarkovsky scores. So that, that's literally how it, it happened. But yeah, uh, I felt like there was a mismatch there, though, because now it's, yeah, I saw the goal, and I felt like Odegaard marking Tarkovsky. Like, I don't understand why midfielders, like attacking midfielders, have to mark big centre halves. So it may, it may not it's even crazy. be big, but why are you marking centre halves when it's like aerial threat is their kind of bread yeah. and butter? Like, it's their, it's their go to, you know, defensively, getting cro- especially teams like Everton. Yeah, why is Saliba? Why is Gabriel? Why have you not gone your back? For against their back four in corners yeah. and allow a party get on Onana or if Onana's not there get somebody else to be on Onana you know I mean, just different things but I just felt like yeah a bit of a mismatch there I don't know what happened and, yeah. yeah it led to a goal no it did yeah it was yeah it was one of those goals where you think yeah they kind of they were kind of teetering on that to be fair they were kind of waiting for I was waiting for that goal to, to come to be fair because again just watching it there was no there was no there was no energy about the team you know there was there was just nothing about them and I've actually wrote here disgraceful performance and <laughs> maybe that's a bit too harsh when I read it back now but uh, it, it was a bad performance I, I felt like yeah we were definitely not the arsenal of the last few weeks or you know just the season in general um and Odegaard obviously came off just like around just before the 80th minute. Yeah, again, warranted. Maybe he should have come off a bit early, but you put on Vieira. Vieira's not ready for this because when you look at the Everton players, they're, they're huge. They're big players. They're going yeah, to bully they're very, very and they did. Players, they, bullied, yeah. they bullied them. Like, especially with Odegaard in the midfield, just outside the box. He was bullied, bro. He was absolutely bullied. Yeah, that, and that so, goes back to that, like you mentioned, Sean Dyche. Like, teams kind of get in their face, be very, very physical. 
and all of a sudden technical players. That's always happening to Chelsea, mate, like with the majority of our young players, especially when we didn't have a Reese James or a Tony Rudiger. We've lost those big characters to either to injury or they've been sold. So, yeah, it's difficult. But uh, no, no. So, what do you think? Anything else to add on that one uh, before we kind of give a quick no, recap I think, on uh, no, I think, one uh, of the. No, I think uh, the last thing I would want to say on that is that um, uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin is the chief version of Harry Kane. So, that's what I want to put on that. We say that, but Harry Kane's been putting putting the ball back of the net. That's Listen, Harry Kane's version. having a great season. I'm saying cheap version. He's, actually, no, he's not even cheap, bro. Like he is the knockoff version. Yeah, sorry, of Harry Kane. My bad. I meant the knockoff version, not the cheap version. Yeah, the knockoff. Not the cheap sorry, version. knockoff That's, version. Yeah, let me just rephrase that and rephrase proudly, yourself, Habibi. Rephrase proud, yourself. Proudly rephrase myself that he is the knockoff version of Harry Kane. That's what yeah, it is. Because speaking of Harry Kane, to be fair, we'll go straight into City now, and then I want to quickly touch on uh, Liverpool. Of course you do. Course before we do. finish, of course we do. Because we're touching Liverpool all on the, the time. City game. As I touched it, as I mentioned it earlier, this was an opportunity for them to close the gap. This should have been a final. This should have been, been something been it, yeah. for. Pep to be, do you know what? This one needs to be done. But I felt like the game with uh, Nico Lewis wasn't that great, to be honest. He's a good footballer, technically quite good. Rico but Lewis. It doesn't offer much. Nico? Rico? Rico Lewis. Rico Lewis. It doesn't seem to offer much going forward. He seems to kind of get the ball and just square it most of the time. You'll run three, four yards in front thinking to yourself, oh, here we go. He's going to give it to a Grealish, a Mara, a Bernardo Silva today. And then all he does is return back and give it back. I'm and so another surprised. player I'm so surprised that he City plays, down. by the way. I'm so surprised that he's still playing oh, me Rico too. Lewis. I don't know but how. one player, how. mate. I watched the game. I watched this game because uh, today, and I really wanted me to watch it to see what City do today against a very defensive Spurs. Because Spurs don't really care home or away; they're going to play their game. Uh, what I was very disappointed with is how slow Rodri is on the ball. He is. Yeah. He is a Jorginho 2.0. No, don't say he's that. better in the <laughs> don't, air. Don't mention no, seriously, Horgy. don't mention Horgy Seriously, like that. he's he's okay. Maybe Horgy will be different for Arsenal, but for Chelsea, no, Horgy was so slow on yeah. the ball that he's slow on the ball, slow off the ball. But he's a Rodri, I say 2.0 because he's got some attributes better than Jorginho aerial strength, uh, aerial ability, strength, being able to run a bit quicker than Jorginho, uh, be able to dribble better. But in terms of like passing the ball and seeing the play, he's so slow. Uh, Haaland, I felt so sorry for him. He made incredible runs. As he incredible. always does. As he always does yeah. Incredible he always runs. Does, yeah. He was kind of bending the line so he can stay on side and just all he had to do was just chip it in. No, my guy wants to keep it and look to play it to right to Carl Walker. Get it back off Carl Walker. Look to go to Ake. Get it from Ake. Go. Do you see? Do you hear the tone that I'm using yeah, as well? That's yeah. how it felt watching it. I and I'm not even yeah, a City I'm fan. Say I didn't watch any of the match. By I'm the way, literally not a City fan at all. But really I was just. Care. I'm a football fan, and I'm thinking, what is this guy doing? Like. Do just pass the ball quicker, and then obviously all the commentary saying Harlan's made another good run. Harlan didn't even have a shot. Harlan had no shots on target today. Wow, ninety wow. minutes, no wow. shots on that target. Is, You've got a player who has scored twenty-five goals halfway through the season, and you're not even utilizing him. You don't yeah. even seem to believe in him by saying, "Let me chip the ball in front," and you just run onto it. Apparently, there was a, there's a report from I think it was Deportivo or Mundo or something like that, Spanish newspaper. They were saying yeah. that. Um, a there's going to be some sort of you know fallout, or there's been some sort of fallout between Guardiola and uh, and Haaland, and so you know that could that I could see it to be fair, I you know, because totally Guardiola well, you know? Guardiola's quite stubborn on his ways of playing. Yeah. Jamie Carragher made a comment on the thing uh, on the analysis earlier, and he said, "Has he gone to the wrong team to?" Uh, 
fulfill his full potential. I know he scored 25 goals, by the way. This is, and I'm sticking up for Jamie's comment here as well. It does beg the question, has he gone to the right team? Because Man City got so used to playing with a false nine. That, and I'm not saying the right team are like when Ricky's got 55 uh, goals or 25, he's scored a million. I know, but he's not seemed to score against any of the top six. He hasn't yeah. seemed to put the ball yeah. in the back of the net against any. There's been no, but look, there's, there's been there's limited been, goals there's against been the teams, top six. There's been teams that he's played against where obviously he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been served that, those balls, and we well, obviously we've seen those clips and we've seen. You but know, that's the thing. The question like is why though. If you're trusting him against Wolves, where he's scoring a hat trick against Brentford, against so and so, why are you not trusting him against Spurs when there's space behind? At the end of the day, it's the same amount of space yeah. that his feet that he's going running onto the ball against Spurs, Wolves. The Spurs defense that is against exactly. Man United. Yeah, the Spurs against Spurs that, yeah. defense, against Chelsea, against Man United, against you know what I mean? Like, come on, come on! Like seriously, but well, even against Arsenal, he didn't do anything. Like he should have been on there to challenge. Uh, what was his name? Holden, and he did. He was going man for man for Holden. They were both going at it. Holden got a yellow card and got taken off, rightly so by Arteta. Because if he didn't, he would have got sent off. Owned him a little bit. So which and is then good to see. owned him. Yeah, which and that's because he's not it. getting the service. Honestly, I felt so sorry for him. But yeah, again, I think it's just Pep. I think. Pep is getting stuck in his stubborn ways. Uh, I don't know. Probably he wants to leave. Maybe now he thinks if I don't win the Champions League again, I'm just going to leave because I'll just tarnish my reputation of a great manager. And everybody's going to say he won the Champions League with Messi. And technically, he, he hasn't won it anywhere no, else where he's he, been. That's right. That's right. You can't. You he's can't won the league and he's done everything else. You but he's won enough. the Champions League with Messi. With Messi and when, yeah. while Messi was the best in the universe yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if there's life out there but if there is <laughs> Messi, Messi was better. still better yeah Messi yeah. was totally better yeah yeah absolutely, that's absolutely. What I was trying to get at. it was very disappointing and for me I put it down to like the team Rodri really poor Grealish same again nothing taking way too many touches uh, for, so yeah because I, like I said I watched it and whereas Spurs were direct quick passes quick movement they knew their strength as basically just counter-attacking football, so let's do our bit. So yeah, man, spot on. No, and, um, uh, did you watch it? Have you got anything to say? No, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the city match, but um, I must say that obviously, yeah, I don't really care for You're players. Happy. But <laughs> yeah, the weekend, the weekend, like I said at the top, it ended a lot better than uh, than it started. So yeah, it. it I wasn't expecting it. I was definitely not expecting that at all. I, I I I wanted it to happen so badly, but I just thought the way that Arsenal played and the way that I wasn't rewarded, you know, by Arsenal winning. I just thought, yeah, City are going to win this, and then that's it. They're going to close the gap, yeah. and that's going to be the end. But luckily, luckily, it was. Your neighbours did you a favour, yeah. Your neighbours did you a favour. Thank you, North London White. But would have been interesting to know if if Spurs won. Means Arsenal would have won the league, for example. But if Spurs lost, they would have missed out on top four. To ask uh, Spurs fans, which one would you have? A Spurs win or a Spurs loss? Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes, sometimes those things happen in the season. You're like, I'd rather have my team lose this game because I just don't want to give them you the title. Sort of the, thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? The thing is, when you have a oh, but then you miss out on top four exactly, and stuff. You miss out. Exactly. That's these are the things. It's, it's incredible. Oh, I love why, football, and I just football. love this footy for stuff football. like this. Yeah. Why we love footy? This why we love football. But yeah, listen. I want to pick your brains on something and see what you think about you, you this. Get, I know uh, you're going to talk about it. I predicted this. Of course, I'm going to go straight into it. Of course, you predicted it. You have to. You have to. Wolves versus Liverpool. As if you predicted that by the way I couldn't believe that I could not believe that nah, honestly actually, they're so weak that's actually, so poor, that's actually more shocking than me predicting that Everton going to win against Arsenal 
Yeah, that was no, no. It, it was. I gen- but yeah, new manager bounced to go off. I just, I just went. Yeah, you just went. Awful. Yeah, off the off the cuff, straight off like that. You just made a decision. But uh, I, I think when you when you see the pictures of Klopp after the match, or sorry, during the match when you know he's on the bench and his head is down, or when he's arguing with his uh, yeah, with yeah. his assistant, I think that says it all. I think that says it all. There's no other way. There's no other way to describe it. Um, what's going on at Liverpool right now, and and the downfall so far has come quick as well. Like it's come quick. It hasn't really been quick. Yet. It, it came as if it's up. like it's, it's come quick. No, no, no. It's not like, they, like it's, you know. It's not like they were they were second in the league, and then all of a sudden they've gone to like fourth, and it's like oh okay, it wasn't the best season. But no, it's gone bad real quick. And yeah, very quickly. Maybe you were right at the beginning. You were right about Klopp's uh, Klopp's seventh season. Seventh season, yeah. yeah no, seventh no. season curse. So yeah, you were probably right about that. And maybe he believes I, it himself. <laughs> probably that's what it is. You know, it might yeah. be difficult to get out. Same with Chelsea's number nine shirt. Like it's such a cursed top that no whoever, whatever striker's wearing it, it seems to be matter, doing yeah. awful. No one's gonna. Yeah, no we're trying to break nothing. the curse by giving it to a centre back. And uh, that didn't work. No, that didn't work at all. Not one bit. Uh, but no, in terms of Klopp and Liverpool, you know, I, f- I, f- I was talking to Liverpool fans, and obviously we have friends who are Liverpool fans, and uh, I genuinely f- think it's because and feel that it's due to the fact that there is zero investment. Okay, they're going to say we brought in Gakpo and we're doing this and so on. I had a look, and obviously we started teasing them, saying the Liverpool fans saying that they signed Natasha, and good luck to her, by the way, for the WSL. Fantastic signing for them and crack on. Oh, absolutely. But in terms of the men's football one, all I had a look at players in, it was eight players recalled back from loan. Which to me would indicate, listen, we're not going to spend any money. Yeah. With these are the players that we've got. Do what you can, and that can't happen in football. You need to all the time. You need, I'm not saying have a revolving door. I'm saying you need to keep bringing in fresh blood. And like I mentioned on the chat as well, you bring in fresh talent is either going to be a wake-up call for the talent that you've already got, thinking, actually, hold on a minute, my place is no longer safe, my salary is not safe, and I love this lifestyle of getting 300 grand a week living in Liverpool or wherever you live in. Or alternatively, if you don't get a wake-up call, Larry, Ricky, whoever else comes in is going to be like, yeah, I'll take that spot. Sweet, no worries. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll work for my contract and I'll do whatever things you may be motivated by. And Liverpool players just seem to be meh. Yeah, I think yeah, I think below Met to be honest. I think obviously Salah yeah, had a just, couple, of, uh, couple of chances, but couple of chances. But obviously, to be no, honest, nothing, I didn't watch the match. Big. I only watched uh, I only watched the highlights, and I only saw the only highlight that I saw from Liverpool was the Nunes shot. And I didn't watch anything else to to think like oh that was, was kind of like one on one with the keeper, and he missed anyway. Yeah, and he, somehow he slowed down to let the defenders yeah. get in front of him, and then he kind of. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know why he didn't take it with his left. Just run onto it. Just left. Oh, no, there corner. was that one, and there was the one right at the end, or near the end, where he was literally from the from the right hand side, and he literally one on one with the keeper, and he shot it directly at the keeper. Oh my god! Like, well, at least he hit the target. At least he hit ball. the keeper. Maybe he met, intended to hit the keeper. I think, this was, kid I think it was. I think it was missing the, the ball, which was, so much. which was good to see. But you know, and the thing is, I don't even have anything bad to say against Trent. I think uh, Matip. Matip had a very poor game. Yeah, he had a very, very poor game, but he didn't, yeah, he no, didn't he manage did. to. Uh, I think I think he saved them off the line. I think he had a quick, quick little you know save off the line, uh, which was which was nice. But, that, but apart from that, yeah, there was nothing. You know, he. I think even Klopp was saying in this in his post match commentary 
um, interview, he was saying that, you know, what was Matip doing? What was he doing? Like, I think it was, I can't, <laughs> can't remember, it was the first or the second goal. I can't remember which one it was, where he stops, he, he's running, and then he stops. Yeah, and he just stops. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What so was the that? second goal? What was that all about? The first goal was, I have no idea what he was doing. I don't know what was going on there. He just stopped for yeah. no reason whatsoever. If you, so. if you listen to the older generation, they'll be like, ah, he sold the game. He's been there. He's been bribed. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. cheated. Yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. it deliberately. He's, blah, he's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? He's been bribed. He's been bribed. He's making more money. And it's like, he's got more money than... Then he needs, or he'll ever need, like no yeah, prize. But anyway, he's not yeah, going to get into that. Do that. But uh, for me, what I really liked is, and what was well, what's worrying, and I'll tell you what I liked. What's worrying is the fact that Klopp came out saying, "I don't know what happened," yeah. and if you don't know what happened, you clearly don't know what went wrong, and therefore, then it's difficult for you to fix. You know, sometimes when they say yeah. the first step is admitting you have a problem and then know how to fix it, Klopp seems to be like, I just, yeah, there's a problem, but I just don't know what it is. Yeah, that's And that's if you know, good. that's worrying. That is very worrying because yeah. you've got Real Madrid in the Champions League, and that is the only thing that you're fighting for at the minute this year because everything else pretty much it's, it's, it's is, gone, yeah. well, they're out of it, really, aren't they? Because they're not going to yeah. make, they're not going to win the league. They might make top four, but they're not going to win the league. No, they're not going to win the league. No, of course not. So and they've got Everton. They've got Everton at home on Monday night. Yeah, that's and then Newcastle away. Wow, two tough games. Uh, two tough very games. Very tough games. Yeah. Very yeah. tough. I don't games. think Sean Dyche is going to have like that much of an impact. Sean Dyche is going to go there, just close shop. And if they draw, do, yeah, if Liverpool do don't win, thing. fans are going to turn on them. Yeah. So yeah, I think Klopp. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be awful for Klopp if if they turn on him. To be fair, but obviously and three goals, the, three goals from from uh, from Wolves. I think well deserved. They were brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they worked, they absolutely. worked so well. Um, I only watched parts of that match. To be fair, like I didn't watch it all. But obviously, no, I, I, I caught the highlights later on as well. So it was. It, yeah, it's another disappointing match for Liverpool, and this time I I can't even blame Trent. You know, it was, just seems to be the whole team. <laughs> So no. yeah, something well, needs to change. Lost three in the last five. They've only that's, won one, drew one, won one, lost three in the last five. That's Liverpool. not good so, enough. Yeah, that's, that's not. That is not good enough, enough, good enough yeah. for Liverpool. And uh, again, like you said, the, the, the in terms of reinforcements, yeah, they got Gakpo, but I think the main the main issue that they had was midfield. That that's the main yeah, issue. Midfield, midfield that's and, it. and also we can see defensively when when Virgil's not playing, then they seem to start. Dropping points and start falling. Yeah. At least down, a centre back, at least league, another so. right back, um, left back. Fair enough, you can keep him as it is. But yeah, and and definitely maybe at least one midfield. Like I said, but preferably two. But at least one midfielder should have come in and yeah, joined. No, exactly. So it, it's it's not good enough right now. And I don't know. Obviously, I, I don't think it's Klopp's decision. I don't think it's his decision no. not to bring players in. So it's the American owners, this is why I'm worried about Chelsea. I'm happy that they're spending all this money now, but in five, six years' time, if they because they'll still be there five, six years' time, are they going to be like, no, back in 2023, we spent 600 million, that's it now? And you're like, yeah, but 600 million in eight windows is not enough. No, it's <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not enough, yeah. That, that's <laughs> Do you see not what I mean? No, if you look at all. it like that way, it's like if, you're like if you think they're not going to spend money in 2030 and just because they're relying on the windows that they did this January and the previous one in the summer in 2022, then it's not enough. You haven't spent anywhere near enough if you're thinking no, for seven, eight no, years. Absolutely So, not. And I think that's a problem with Liverpool and Klopp at the minute. They're just struggling and you can see Klopp is hurting because he is a winner. He wants to win. But if he does lose his job, or he does walk I would have him at Chelsea in a heartbeat 
I think I think yeah. Klopp with the players yeah, that we yeah, have yeah, 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 yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. Like we need, that, we need that attacking manager, that attacking minded manager yeah. to really put yeah. the Chelsea stamp on it, uh, put its stamp on the team and just be like, this is how we're going to play. If Klopp and, goes, then I'll be honest with you, I know it's going to sound crazy, but I'd even make a case for him going to Arsenal. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> just, I love Klopp, bro. I love him. He's such a good such manager. Such a good manager, yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if, if Klopp goes to Chelsea, if that ever happens, then yeah, that's I can't see it. If he, leaves Liverpool, right I, if, he leaves, if he leaves Liverpool, I think he'll go abroad to like a Real Madrid or maybe and eventually might Italy make a way back. Yeah, maybe even go to yeah, Italy I, I feel like the Italian league and maybe the listeners are not going to like this because we do have some listeners from who are the fans of Serie A. But uh, yeah, they're not... They're not going to like this, but I don't think elite managers are thinking, oh yeah, I can't wait to go no, manage Juve right. or Milan and stuff. Well, no it's either the money's Uber. not there. No one's going to manage but it's, Juve. Right, nobody's managing Juve. Yeah, they're probably uh, going to uh, administration they've soon. Tried, they've tried many times, but no one can manage Juve. Everything is yeah. gone. Actually, you're right. No, sorry. I'll, I'll retract that comment about the uh, about the Italian league. He would definitely not go to the Italian league. He's, He's not going to go to Italian go league. German. If anything, either go Germany or, or Real Madrid. Or even go French PSG. He could, he could go PSG. If PSG, if the Qatari owners fill his pockets hey. so deep that they said, you know what, come here and win as a Champions League, he could go there and say to him as well who do you want yeah. and then that's one trophy I was going to say that's one trophy he's missing but he's not he's won the Champions League he's won everything but really hasn't he yeah, yeah he really has he's, he's won, won everything. everything yeah yeah he's won everything so he could even so, go international maybe go Germany international that would be, that'd yeah, be a good possibly, idea possibly you know, that would be the next one for yeah, him but hopefully he but thinks Chelsea he's a good like I said like we said he's a good manager and uh, it's, it's just a shame right now what's happened in Liverpool and, and he hasn't really had the backing of of the board and uh, you know just bringing players in in general just freshen it up because like he said, Salah. Like I'm, I was, I was watching it. And I'm thinking Salah's growing his beard and he's growing his hair. That just usually means that he's like, ah, I don't really care. Give right up. Now. Yeah, I don't really care right yeah, now. Yeah, give up. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'll get someone to shape it, but don't trim it down because it just shows my hard work that I've, that's gone into it. <laughs> yeah, that's what that I've... He's not getting anything. He's absolutely getting nothing. Obviously, he had a couple of he had a couple of shots coming in from the left, like he always does, but. It just doesn't have that cutting edge anymore. It doesn't have that 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 sort of that extra curl in there. You know that extra sort of angle or that degree of curl to go into the uh, bottom corner. So yeah, they definitely needed freshening up. And uh, yeah, Gakpo's not really. Gakpo was looking lost as well. I was watching. Well, he was apparently he's lost. Yeah, he apparently they were saying. Rude Vandisor was saying how his his team is. Um, he wanted to go to Man United and work with Ten Hag, but then Liverpool came in or something along those lines. So why do you go Liverpool? I don't know how much I believe into that, but so why do you go Liverpool if you didn't want to go? That's crazy. No, I don't. I don't believe that. Like, if you didn't want to go to Liverpool, I'd, unless they've done some, you know, sort of like, hey, we'll give you parents, like, you know, ten mil or some shit like that. Yeah, that's more like yeah, that's enough. I, couldn't, I can't blame him. Can't blame him, bro. <laughs> he, he gets his parents off his back, and <laughs> do you know what I mean? He gets to go to a good team, but uh, but you know, I. I don't really have anything else to add on Liverpool to be fair with you so no that's it um, well you've got anything else to add on, for on anything else on for the weekend or? no no I actually just wanted to quickly touch on just a little bit of F1 news um, Ford oh, go on Jesus we haven't had F1 in a long time know, right it's coming back soon so uh, but Ford are actually coming back to uh, to F1 how crazy is that wow that I is crazy I think it's 2026 that they're actually coming in um, uh, when the is the Las Vegas I think they're partnering with Red Bull uh, powertrains as well so, because Red nice. Bull are bringing so out their own, like, yeah, their own engine yeah. and stuff, so I think it's going to be that. Well, that's going to be interesting. A Red Bull they're engine. Partner, they're going to partner it together. How crazy is that? I'm, I was looking forward to it. To be fair, because that's exciting to be honest with you. Like, yeah, it'd be really good. Yeah, same. I'm, I think last same time Ford, Ford really was uh, Jaguar. Jaguar was was the last time. Like Ford was the engine decades and, ago. Yeah, no, it was uh, early two thousands, like late nineties, early two thousands. The green Jag. 
that had a Ford Cosworth engine in it, but that was probably the last time they were in it. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see BMW as well, by the way. BMW would have been sick as well. Williams was the one, because yeah. that's how Montoya won the thing. Didn't yeah, we, we, grew up with that. Williams, yeah, we grew up with that's that, what I mean. watching the BMW yeah, Williams. That was, that was very, very but, good. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that was my real quick news on that. But um, yeah, I don't have anything else to add for the weekend. Obviously, we discussed our teams and uh, how disgusted we were in our teams. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, we're going to do another one, aren't we? We're going to do another pod uh, yes, in, in the, the week, week yeah, to kind of get predictions. We and we'll go from there. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you are stimulated. And as always, if you don't agree with anything, do get in touch in the comments and we will happily we address those points in the we next one. But we don't know yet. We it's a good answer. night from us. Good night I wish you a very yes. good night. Yes, take stay care, safe. stay safe. Stay alert. That's the one. <laughs> I was waiting for the same. We did 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 the same. We did